Good morning. Welcome to Sunday Morning with Love and Action. I am Ken Tuck. Thank you for joining me today. I hope you are having a good Sunday. Hope your weekend has been going well. We are in August, so that means it's still hot and humid. <laughs> School's beginning to start back in some school systems, so people are getting readjusted to whatever normal life is coming out of the summer. And it's just a exciting time as children start back to school. And we just want to pray that everyone will have a great school year, praying for the teachers and the administrators of the schools. Uh, such a important job, a hard job too. It, it's tough being a teacher. My mom was a teacher for 39 years. So I was raised in a household with a teacher, and I saw how hard my mom worked and how much she cared for the children in her classroom each and every year. So to all you teachers out there, I just want to be praying for you and just praying that God will help you to lead these children to learn. And children, you're going to be prayed for as well. And we're going to start out this morning in prayer as we usually do and ask everyone to join me. And let's remember the children and the teachers as they start this new school year as well. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, God, we love you. What an honor and a privilege it is to be able to be on the radio, uh, be on the internet talking about you, teaching your word, Lord. And we just thank you for the Joy FM. Thank you for this opportunity. We ask you, Holy Spirit, to lead God and direct this program today. Father, we thank you for each and every person listening God, you know each and every need that's represented. And Father, we just want to lift them all up to you. With most importantly, praying for anyone who doesn't know you, Jesus, as their Lord and Savior, that today will be their day. As your word says, now is the day of salvation. So, God, I pray for those who just don't have that relationship with you yet. I pray today is the day that they give their lives to you. Father, we thank you for this school year that's beginning now. And Father, we want to lift up the children as they return back. Father, we pray that it'll be a good year, Lord, that it'll be a safe year. And Lord, it'll be a good year of learning and a good year of growing. And Father, we thank you for each and every child. And God, just thank you for the opportunities that we have here in the U.S. to receive an education. Because Father, we know in other countries where we're blessed to work in that children don't have that opportunity in many countries. And so, Father, we thank you for that opportunity for the children here. And, Father, we thank you for the teachers. God, I remember seeing Mama teach school for all those years, and it's really a calling. And a teacher really has to be able to care and love on these children and teach them. And, Father, it's it's something that, uh, again, I believe it's a calling that, that people have to be a teacher. And, Lord, I just ask you to watch over each teacher, each principal, administrator, Father, everyone involved with the, the school system, those who are driving the buses, those who are working in the lunchrooms. Lord, everyone, we just want to lift up to you and just pray, God, for strength, health, and safety, for wisdom. And, Father, that it will be a great school year. And Father, we just thank you that we have already gone through seven months already this year, and it's exciting to see what all you have done already throughout this year. But Lord, we know you have so much more that you want to do, and just pray, God, that we will all be willing vessels of you to work through, to proclaim your gospel to those who don't know you. So Father, we just again give you this program today, Lord, and just pray for your blessings Pray that you'll be glorified 
And we give you all praise, honor, and glory in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Usually in July, I like to give an update on things that God has done through love and action. But man, July went by so fast, and we had just had some great opportunities to sit down with Brother Pierre of Give Us Hope Mission, talk about what God is doing in Haiti, and then the past two weeks talking with Brother Suhail about what God is doing in Pakistan. So just really didn't get to the mid-year roundup in July. So want to start out August and do that and just talk about some of the things that we have seen God do this year. And I pray that it brings encouragement to you because don't we hear way too much about the bad things that happen in this world every day? We're inundated with media, different news sources that just keeps hammering away at all the bad things that are going on in this world. But Today, I pray this will be an uplifting to remind us all that, yes, there are a lot of bad things in this world, but there's a lot of good things going on because God is moving here in Dothan and throughout the Wiregrass and throughout the world. And so let it be a, an uplifting. And that's one reason why we do so much on social media with like Facebook. Let's just get that good news out there about what God is doing. I was in the newspaper business for 22 years, and so I understand the importance of reporting the news, and the best news that there is to report is the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so that's why I love to proclaim Jesus and proclaim his goodness and what he is doing. So today, be encouraged at what God is doing right here in our own community and around the world. And let's just give him praise as we go through these 30 minutes. God is awesome. <laughs> you know, every day is a new day in him. And it's just like, God, I can't be surprised anymore. Oh, yes, I can be because he is God. And every time he does something, it's just amazing to what he's doing. And surprise may not be the best word. I think amazement is even better than that. He's just awesome. So let's start out talking about some things that we've been seeing God do through Love and Action here in Dothan and our Wiregrass community. It's just amazing to see God work in lives. One thing that's so much fun to do is to see our volunteers. We have a good core group of volunteers of around 70 to 80 people. When I say core group, I mean people who are here consistently. They come every, for example, every Tuesday and Thursday. We are here on campus at Love and Action in downtown Dothan, and we have volunteers who come every Tuesday and Thursday. Some may be every Tuesday and some may be every Thursday, but the majority of them come both days and they're here loving on people, helping to meet needs by praying with them, by sharing the gospel with them, by helping in our food pantry and our hygiene pantry and our clothing rooms, by preparing hot meals and serving those hot meals to people. And they're here every week. And then we have others who are here for outreaches. We have others who are here for our weekly Samaritan clinic for the homeless and those living in group homes. And so that's what I mean by core volunteers. And we have other volunteers who come in. We had youth groups come in over the summer. We've had businesses who will take their lunch hour or maybe two hours and come out and serve with us. And so those volunteers are wonderful too, but it's just awesome watching God work through volunteers because what often happens is a volunteer will step out of their comfort zone 
and serve. And then they see God working through them. What's also wonderful is anytime we serve the Lord, no matter how much we pour out into others, he is going to pour into us even more. And so it's just great watching our volunteers grow in the Lord. A number of them have been going through our discipleship classes, and that's exciting too because the more that we know, the more that we can share with others. And so just watching people grow in the Lord in his word and through serving, and isn't that how Jesus made disciples? We read in the Gospels how he would teach the people. He would teach his disciples, but he would also show them how to serve, and he sent them out to serve. And so that model is what we model here at Love and Action, because who else better to model than Jesus? There's nobody else better to model than Jesus. And he says, follow me. And so we want to follow him and be obedient to him. So that's been exciting, seeing all these volunteers. And and that core group of volunteers keeps growing. And that's what's exciting, too, because some volunteers are here for a season. For example, back in 2020 when COVID hit and businesses were shut down, people wanted to do something. So we got some new volunteers through that because they couldn't go to work and they didn't want to just sit around the house. They wanted to serve the Lord. And so they came and served and it was wonderful for them to be here. But then of course, businesses opened back up and they returned back to work. And so just different reasons, volunteers may be here for a season. Some are here for a long time, but it's just exciting to see that group grow. And always when one has to leave, return back to work or they move or what have you, God always brings somebody else in, and it's just wonderful to see. And we can't say thank you enough to all of our volunteers. I want to encourage you, if you're looking for a place to serve, check out Love in Action. Go to our website at loveinactionministries.com, and you can find out all about us there, our weekly schedules on there. I'm often asked, what do I need to do to volunteer? My answer is, just come. Just come. Look at that schedule. See what day and times you can be here and come, and we'll show you what we do and how to just jump in and roll up your sleeves and get to work. And we have a great time doing that as well. So we really want to encourage you to do that. We really need more help on outreaches. That's on Wednesdays and Friday afternoons. Uh, Well, we start in the morning about 1030 putting plates together of meals, and then we load up and head out about 1130 on Wednesdays and Fridays and the first three Saturdays of each month as well. And on those Saturdays, we go more outside of the circle and into communities that people live in just need a little help, but most importantly, need some hope that comes from Jesus and only from Jesus. And so, again, if you're looking to volunteer or you've been praying about it, check out our website and check out what we do, what the Lord does through love and action. And If he leads you to, come out and join us. Again, pick a day and time and join us. We'd love to have you. We've been seeing people come to the Lord once again. Every year we do, and this year has been no different. Uh, Probably around 40 to 50 decisions for Christ we have seen this year. And sometimes that happens here on campus. Sometimes it happens out on our outreaches. For example, uh, recently, actually during the Wired Youth Week, when Wired Ministries uh, was serving throughout the the area where youths from many different churches came together and would meet at the Civic Center downtown. And then 
groups will go out to different ministries like Love and Action. And we had a group with us. We went to the park behind the library there to serve lunch to our homeless friends. And I had asked the youth uh, earlier in the morning that I, I want one of them, or more than one, to share some scripture or to share a testimony with our homeless friends. Uh, again, get them out of that comfort zone and, and get them to where they can see, hey, I can do this. Because when we're born again, the Holy Spirit is in us. Acts eight says that he gives us power to be a witness for Jesus, and he does. And when we headed out that day, this young lady, pretty quiet too, I mean, kind of shy, but she said, I want to share my testimony. I said, praise God, that's awesome. So we got there, we talked with our homeless friends for a little while, and then I asked them to, to listen to this young lady. She wanted to share a testimony, and she did, and that was so powerful, and it was a, a wonderful testimony. And there was one homeless man there who was actually going through the same situation that her testimony was about. His children were, and God just used that testimony to melt his heart, break his heart in two, and he gave his life to the Lord that day. And the next day, him and another gentleman were baptized here at Love and Action. The other gentleman was at the park that day as well. He heard the testimony. He saw that gentleman give his life to the Lord. And when we talked to him about baptism, he said, hey, I've never been baptized. I'm a believer. I'm saved, but I've never been baptized. And so he was baptized as well the next day. And a really cool thing happened, too. The youth were out at a block party. The Harbor Church had a big block party, and we joined them. And the youth were there. And I told them the previous day that that afternoon these two gentlemen were coming, and they wanted to be here. And so they left the block party, and they came to see this both of these gentlemen be baptized. And it was so great because I stressed to them, look, this is the fruit of your ministry that the Lord used you to reach these two. And it was just a beautiful thing. And we see things like that happen, and it's just awesome. God's moving among the homeless population, which, praise God, is a lot lower than it used to be. Back in 2018, 2019, the number of homeless in Dothan was well over 600. Now it's well below 200, and praise God for that. And there's many, many reasons for it. But, you know, one big reason for it is an answer to a question that a homeless man asked me. Uh, I think it was about a year or so ago. He said, uh, Brother Ken, I got a question. I said, what is it? He said, when you baptize people, I don't see them on the streets anymore. What's up with that? <laughs> I said, well, you know, that's a good question. And my only answer is this. When people give their lives to the Lord, the lives change. And he changes us from the inside out. And so people start being transformed. And as they're transformed, they reconnect with family oftentimes because that's a that's a big reason for homelessness is there's no family connection. And that's for many reasons. But when lives are being transformed by the power of Jesus Christ, God reconnects, restores families. And our friends come off the streets. And he was right. It seems like when we baptize people, they come off the streets, but that has nothing to do with us. That's all Jesus Christ and Jesus transforming lives. And he also transforms the way we think about ourselves. And we realize that, hey, he's got a lot more for me. He wants to do a lot more in my life. And the whole transformation just takes place. And so we praise God for that. You know, our prayer, 
Our goal is that there would be no homeless in Dothan and the Wiregrass because who wants to see anybody homeless? We sure don't. Our goal is to connect them to Jesus Christ and let Jesus do that transformation and he takes care of everything that needs to take place. It's not easy coming off the streets either. It's not like you can just say, snap your fingers and they're off the streets or just get a job and you can come off the streets. It's not that easy. But with Jesus Christ, all things are possible. And we see that happen. I mean, for 23 years, we've seen that happen. It's just exciting every time it does happen. So we've seen God do a lot through our, our homeless friends and many coming off the streets. We also see him moving in the community. You know, there's a lot of people in Dothan. The poverty rate in Dothan's over 21, 22% of the population live below poverty levels. So there's a lot of people in need. And with inflation hit, that's hurt a lot of people. The prices are, are high, and that hurts a lot of people. But it's also an opportunity, an opportunity for the body of Christ to come together to minister, to help meet those needs, and as we do, share the gospel with people. And one thing that we're really conscious about here at Love and Action is consistency. Consistency in ministry is so important, and I always think back when I talk about consistency in ministry and making those relationships with people. That's what happens in consistency with ministry. I remember years ago, we were in Atlanta, Georgia, and we were with Eagle's Nest Ministries, which is just a phenomenal ministry there in, in Atlanta. And we were with them, and we were out on the streets, and we had set up in this one parking lot, set up tables. It was wintertime. We had coats out. We had food, of course. We were just there talking with them as we served them, praying with them, and just getting to know them. And a car came by, and one of the homeless men said, Drive by. And I thought, oh, my gosh, it's a drive-by shooting. <laughs> so he just kind of wanted to duck down and get out of the way. But, no, that's not what he was talking about. This car came around, pulled into the other side of the parking lot, and quickly got out, opened up the, the trunk, put out food, laid it on the pavement, jumped back in the car, and took off. And that's what they called a drive-by. People just come by and drop off food and leave. And I remember the homeless guy looking at us and saying, y'all are different. Y'all are just hanging out with us. And that makes such a difference because not only are we able to meet needs, but we're able to form relationships. And that's why consistency in ministry is so important because over time people see that you really do care and you get to know the people in those neighborhoods. And that's what happens. And something really exciting has happened in one of the mobile home parks that we've been going to since 2020 and just really just pouring in the love of Jesus and helping to meet needs with not only hot meals, but with groceries as well and just different items that we're able to, to help folks out with. And it really means a lot, and they're really thankful for it. And it's a community that has a number of Hispanics. And while I can say a few phrases, a handful of words in Spanish, I just cannot carry on a conversation. No hable espanol. See, I got that part down. <laughs> so we've just been pouring out love to our friends there, and even though we can't speak with all of them, we can say Jesus Cristo and, and also tell them God bless you in Spanish, Dios le bendiga. That's how we were taught when the ladies there taught us how to say that. But we've been handing out Spanish tracts as well. And God brought us a wonderful Hispanic lady who is really an evangelist. She just really knows how to, to share the gospel. And of course, speaking their heart language, Spanish has meant everything to them. And for the past three months over the summer, we have seen 20 people from that neighborhood 
make decisions for Jesus. And that's so exciting because for three years we've seen some decisions, but it's really been a whole lot of planning and a whole lot of watering seeds of the gospel in the hearts of people. And to see God bring that harvest has been so exciting. And it's just like Paul writes in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 6 through 9, where he's talking about the process of planting and watering. He wrote in verse 6, I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God has been making it grow. Other translation says God brings the growth. God brings the increase. And that's what we're supposed to do. We can't save people, but we can plant and water the seeds of the gospel, and God will bring the harvest. And it's just been so exciting to see that happening in this neighborhood and in others as well. And what's also been exciting on these outreaches is we have come across some people who are now former homeless friends of ours. They've moved into their own mobile home and they're off the streets and it's just been exciting to see that as well but God is moving throughout this community because there's again one in six people in our community are food insecure which means they don't really know where their next meal is coming from and I know for many that's like what here in the U.S. but right here in Dothan yes right here in Dothan right here in the Wiregrass So many people are hurting, and when you have 22 or so percent of the population living below the poverty level, then you can really better understand that there are a lot of people hurting. And to be able to receive a bag of groceries and a hot meal during the summer, too, we also receive a lot of vegetables, and to be able to give fresh veggies to people has been great. The agricultural department at Rehoboth High School every year they grow crops for us and we're able to cook meals with those but we also give those fresh vegetables out so different things like that is just a blessing to people it helps stretch what money they do have to pay for their rent which keeps increasing to pay for other bills that they have which keep getting more expensive it seems Uh, medicine and so forth Uh, not to mention fuel if they have a vehicle to get around in It's just a wonderful opportunity to show people that, hey, God has not forgotten you. God still loves you, and he still has a plan for you. And to be able to help people out is just a wonderful thing, and God provides it all. And we do a lot with food here at Love and Action through helping people right here on campus when folks come and we're able to provide the meals, as I talked about earlier, and also through our Mama Tuck Food Pantry, we are able to help with groceries Then we also take groceries out on our outreaches. Then there's also some different ministries that we're able to help out through our warehouse food distribution ministry. And so we just do a lot with food to help meet that. That's a vital need, and people are in need. So on average, so far this year, we're being able to help around 650 people every week with groceries, hygiene items, clothes, hot meals, and what a blessing it is. 650 people every week that we're able to help, and we praise God for that. God provides, we're able to give. And when we give, again, that opens up the door to share the gospel of Jesus Christ with people. That's what we've been doing all these years, 23-plus years. And we've said from the beginning, we proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ through acts of compassion. And if you're hungry and you don't have food, and somebody walks up to you and and gives you hot meals and bags of groceries, you realize that somebody cares about me. And then we're able to tell them 
it's God who provided this for you. He's the one who loves you. We love you too, but God loves you so much more than anybody else can. And it just opens up that door to share Jesus with people. And I can't tell you how many times we've knocked on doors and people have answered it and they just start crying because they had nothing in their refrigerator, nothing in their pantry. They didn't know what they were going to do for a meal that night or for food for that coming week. And here God is sending people out to provide that food for them. And it's a beautiful thing to, to see those tears and smiles at the same time because they're realizing that God has done this. And again, it opens up that door to share Jesus. And we see people coming to the Lord and it's just awesome. And then we've also each and every Tuesday and Thursday, our homeless friends come and we praise God. We have a shower for them. We are able to wash laundry for them. And think about how important that is. Nobody wants to not be able to take a shower. Everybody wants to be clean. And so we're able to provide that shower. First Baptist Church put that shower in. Gosh, that must have been eight, ten years ago now. Time flies. And that's just been such a huge blessing. Bracken Appliance has provided washers and dryers for us. Uh, that's just been an awesome blessing. Because think about going for a, a job interview. And if you haven't been able to take a shower, you don't have clean clothes, your chances are of being hired is slim to none. So this is a wonderful opportunity. And not only just it just makes you feel good when you when you're clean, but also folks are going for a job interview. They have clean clothes, their their bodies are clean and they have a little more confidence about themselves because they're clean. That part of the ministry is so important and we're thankful we're able to provide that for our homeless friends. And then we also have four discipleship classes right now going on. We teach a lot of discipleship here. Well, it was a year and a half ago, we were blessed to be able to open up Suite One at Love and Action is our school of discipleship. And we're teaching people DM Squared is our first class. And DM Squared stands for Disciples Making Disciple Makers. And it's a wonderful class that you go through and you learn basic scripture, basic doctrines, and how to live for Jesus. But then we also teach you how to teach that material to others. So you become a disciple, but you're also learning how to make disciples. And then we teach the 50 commands of Christ, which is a phenomenal class. Jesus tells us in the Great Commission to go and make disciples of all nations, all people groups, and baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and to teach them all that he has taught us, teach them to obey all he has taught us. So we need to know what Jesus is teaching us, right? And then we're able to teach that to others. And then we go move into the creation of Christ story where it, you tell the story from when God created the earth and created us to death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And you tell it in a story format. It's very effective, especially for those who either don't know anything about the Bible or who know very little about the Bible. So it's another great tool. We just love giving you tools to put in your Jesus toolbox, if you will. And then we move into Bible Doctrine, which is a systematic theology class. And we have two of those going on right now. Those classes are so wonderful. All of them are so wonderful because we're learning more and more about the Word of God. And when we learn more about anything, we can talk more about it. And so what better to learn more about so we can talk more about than the Bible? And so people are learning and growing. And then when those Bible Doctrine classes are done, then the next class that those two groups of students will move into will be our 
seeker study. And then we'll move into apologetics after that. So people are being saved. Disciples are being made. People are being baptized. Needs are being met. And we just praise God for all of that. And we can't do it without, I talked about those volunteers at the beginning. We can't do it without volunteers. We can't do it without people giving financially. It does cost money to do ministry. And if people did not give, then we couldn't do the ministry that we're able to do. And Summer is always, usually is a tough time, and this summer has been very tough because donations just really start dropping, and most churches will say the same thing, and it makes it really tough over the summers, but God is faithful, and he always brings us through, and we just can't say thank you enough to everyone who does support this ministry financially. Thank you so much, and just pray you'll continue, and those who you may want to become part of the Giving Families, they say here on the Joy FM, but you may want to come, become part of Giving Financially to Love in Action. And if you do, all that information is on our website at loveinactionministries.com. And thank you. Thank you for giving. Thank you for those who donate items that we use each day, like food and hygiene items, clothes and camping supplies like tents and sleeping bags. Uh, just thank you. Thank you so much for giving. And those who pray for us, oh, we got to have your prayers. Please pray for us. Prayer is so important. Some people will say, well, all I can do is pray. That's phenomenal. That's awesome because of who we're praying to. God hears our prayers. God moves. And we want to thank you. Thank everybody who's praying for us and ask you to continue to keep us lifted up in prayer. Well, we're out of time already this week on Sunday morning of Love and Action. And I want to thank you for joining me want to ask you to continue to pray for us, continue to support us in, in each of the ways I talked about today, and give praise to God for all that he is doing right here in our community. So thank you again. God bless you. And as you go through this week, I pray you have a wonderful week, and I pray that the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May he lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.